Hello and welcome to Songs for the Struggling Artist, the blogcast. This is episode 220. And it is Monday night. I think this will make it out on time. I'm not sure. I got held up a little bit by the migraine and the troll. My troll has returned. And wow. (laughs) After years, years, years. I'm not going to get into it because it is risky. Uh, I'm sure I will find a way to process all of this in a way that is uh, safe eventually. But now is not that moment. So just know that it's a really weird day over here in Songs for the Struggling Artist Land. And uh, I'm grateful for you, my listeners. So um, thank you for for tuning in. Um, This one, I think, aside from this moment, is going to be fairly light and related to uh, the Bill and Ted movie. (laughs) Yeah, so um, why don't I just get into it? It is called... Bill and Ted's Bogus Handling of Older Women. We did it. We watched the new Bill and Ted movie. The trailer made it look kind of charming, and our Gen X nostalgia for the original was strong enough to put us in front of what we knew would be a very silly movie. And it was! They brought back all these cast members from the original... Ted's dad, Ted's dad's girlfriend, a hologram of George Carlin. But significantly, despite the medieval princess's appearance in the earlier movie, the actresses who played them did not play them in this new movie. Instead, the filmmakers cast two women who are about 10 years younger than the original princesses. This made me mad and curious. I investigated the women who played the original roles. Maybe they were too busy to play the parts. Or maybe they were dead. I mean, if one of them was busy playing Hedda Gobbler at the Royal Shakespeare Company, I could understand that she might not want to do a sequel to Bill and Ted, but no. Their IMDB pages suggested that they were still acting, though not with really high-profile credits. A couple of years ago, they were photographed at a Bill and Ted convention event. In other words, they were probably available. The makers of Bill and Ted just didn't ask them. I'm assuming. Maybe there's a great story about this that isn't the usual sexism. But I somehow suspect that it is the usual sexism. The two women in their 50s were not hot enough for film anymore. Though, frankly, I've seen recent photos of these ladies and they're gorgeous. So while the producers were happy to look at Bill and Ted with male middle-aged bodies, they needed younger models to represent the hot princesses they married. That's pretty gross and sexist, but, you know, fair point. If I recall correctly, the original princesses weren't written to be much more than hot. So if the actor's hotnesses have faded, then perhaps it was necessary to get new ones to represent the one trait they possessed. But even hot people age, and not all of them look like Catherine Zeta-Jones as they do. 
Even hot medieval princesses might get a few lines on their faces or find the shapes of their bodies changing, but this movie chose to focus on the hotness instead. They gave Bill and Ted new wives, who were still hot even though they were in their 40s. Please read Gen X sarcasm there. And I mean no disrespect to the women who ultimately played the wives this time around. They're both very funny women, and I've enjoyed their work and other things, and even briefly in this, where they were given almost nothing to do but complain that their husbands were losers. Man, women are such a drag, aren't they? That's Gen X sarcasm again. But I am furious on behalf of the women who originated those parts, whether they wanted them or not. The film's treatment of them as expendable is so common and so careless, and I noticed it constantly as I watched the movie. In early scenes with Bill's wife and daughter, I found myself asking, which one is the daughter again? Jemima Mays may be 41, but she still looks like she could be 20-something. And so, despite the sort of feminist message of the men passing on the torch to young women, the movie made clear that older women can take a hike. Women who look like they could be mothers of children in their mid-twenties are not to be looked at or admired on the screen. They're not the sort of mothers Bill and Ted would fight for their marriages for. They somehow need hot chicks for the plot to make sense that way. In some ways, the new Bill and Ted movie wants to be feminist. It wants to say that the future is female and that the people to change the world will be the young women. It has something to say about fathers fighting to keep their families together. That's often a trope for female characters, and it is refreshing to see two dudes try and save their marriages and their children. It feels like a shift. But if the Bill and Ted future is female, it is only for hot young women, not older women. Holland Taylor plays the ruler in the future, and she is fabulous, as ever. But her character does not look like a hero in the end. The movie seems to suggest that old women need to step aside and be replaced by younger women who are more chill and know what's going on. Were there some fun moments? Sure. I would watch a spin-off buddy comedy between the couple's therapist and the killer robot. And surely the original movie was not a beacon of feminist thought. They have made progress. But someone get me a phone booth so I can go back in time and tell these guys that feminism is not just for young women. It's for everyone. The movie that denies them is bogus. So I've learned since posting this blog that uh, the princesses were actually replaced for the second movie as well. So <laughs> it, it, that complicates things in a weird way, except for, I guess they're just, they've just always been interchangeable. They're just, they're just always like, it doesn't matter who they are. Is that, they're just a revolving door of princesses. Oh, boy. So I haven't done any research on that second batch. Uh, I apologize to the two ladies who were in the second wave of princesses, uh, who I know nothing about. But I did learn about the first wave, the first two. Uh, 
this is so crazy to me. <laughs> just like it doesn't matter who the women are. They just get get some hot ones and throw them in the film. <laughs> like the first the first batch I I do know about. Uh, one of them was the French exchange student in Better Off Dead, a film I also adore. Um, and uh, her name is Diane Ferguson, I think. And the other one's name, I don't know. I'm sorry. Um, but she went on to be like a film producer and they, they've done like stuff. Like the two of them are like leaning into their princess, princess dumb, <laughs> princess dumb, princess dumb. Anyway, uh, that makes me sad for them. Because they're clearly into it, right? And they would have had a fantastic time getting to be the princesses again. But no. But I don't know about the second batch. Maybe they also, maybe they're just like, everybody, we can't give it to everybody, so we're giving it to some new ones. I don't know. It just looks bad. It looks bad across the board. And I, I don't know. I'm not sure the movie's worth it. If you're, if you're, if you, I think you have to be like deep in the well of nostalgia to be entranced. Um, it is nice to see George Carlin again for a minute or two in a hologram form. What? Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm, I feel like I'm not, I, I, yeah, I'm not proud of having seen this film. Uh, can I even call it a film? I think it's really a movie, isn't it? Anyway, I saw it. We watched it. I'm, I'm a little bit sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's amusing in a couple of moments, but... Anyway, you, you know, you try, you, you think, okay, you know, I don't really watch these kinds of things anymore, but maybe this one, maybe, maybe this one will be a delight. And it was not. <clears throat> anyway. So thank you uh, for listening to this broadcast. And uh, if you like it, please tell someone, share. That's always nice. On the social medias, tell a person in real life, although none of us are seeing people in real life very much. Well, not none of us. Some of us. We are see seeing the rare person, in my experience. Um, but also, if you would like to support it, you can give it five stars at wherever you're listening or write a nice review. That's always good. Uh, and you can become a patron on Patreon, patreon.com slash Davis. Or there's ways to just shoot me like a little one-time donation to Ko-fi or PayPal. All of those links are in the show notes. So, yeah. Uh, the song. What's what? You're probably wondering. You're, you're on the edge of your seat. What song? Is it going to be a hit song from Bill and Ted? A wild stallion hit? No. Sorry. I'd, I'd recognized absolutely none of the songs from any of the movies. Uh, I could have done a deep dive and like listened to all of the soundtracks and found one that seemed right and da da da. But the song that I actually thought of um, is a song about going back in time. And it is the song that I think of anytime anyone mentions a different movie about time travel that came out uh, in my youth. And that song is Back in Time by Huey Lewis and the News. And literally every time someone brings up Back to the Future, 
I I cannot resist saying, gotta go back in time, <laughs> because it just, I don't know, there's something about that song that makes me laugh, and uh, just, it's just like a little, if you, if you want to, if you want to pull that trigger, just bring up Back to the Future, and I will, it's not a guarantee, but it's pretty likely that I will give you, it's gotta go back in time, at some point in the conversation, because I cannot resist, I find this song hilarious, but also kind of wonderful. I don't know. So I learned it and uh, I'm playing it on ukulele here and uh, we're going to go back in time, uh, fix this movie and uh, maybe make the alternate Bill and Ted where the princesses actually get to have an adventure that we look at and enjoy and watch. And they're going to be like old. Let's make this movie in 20 years when those women who originally played those princesses are 70 something years old and it's going to be awesome. That's my spinoff. Actually, I'd watch the one about the couple's therapist and the robot first, but then, then this one, I would watch that. I would, I'd watch them both. Why not? Anyway, thank you for listening. And, uh, now we're going to go back in time. (laughs) 